0: Good Wednesday afternoon, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. We are live in the Macklin Building on the I Love Seville Network on a show presented by Scott Morris of Ross Mortgage. I have seen firsthand what Scott Morris does, guys, getting folks to the closing table, helping them buy and sell homes of their dreams, vacation properties of their dreams, refinance programs of their dreams scott morris of ross mortgage judah Wickhauer, the director the enterprising producer of the program keith smith the star of the show let's welcome our distinguished gentleman judah Wickhauer. please let's have that shot for you ready to go and of course scott it looks like we'll be joining us in t-minus seven minutes que pasa amigo Que, que pasa amigo
1: he's doing something really important right Donuts oh, yeah.
0: with Dad. Donuts with Dad.
1: There you go, Just man. That—that that, that is the most important. Absolutely. This this little stuff that we do here is important, but that comes that comes first. So look, I, I you know it's, I'm, I'm waiting for a baited breath for Scott to come on in because you know we started this conversation on. Monday about uh, this little uh, let's call it a hiccup that's been going on in some of these uh, investment banks, and I'm really curious from his take on it if they if that is migrating into the uh, mortgage end of it. So I usually ask the question of you know how's your mortgage applications going and so forth and so on. I can tell you from the from the market perspective. Uh, real estate market, local anyway, and you know look all real i 'm reading a bunch of articles reading up on this, and our dear um, our dear friend Dr. Lisa Stuvant uh, her quote says um, uh, it 's super important to monitor the facts on the ground because every real estate market is still and always will be local oh. so you know stuff that we 've been talking about all the time about local um, markets and local real estates matter. And uh, you know this, it is. You should kind of keep an eye on the big board in the left, or my, your right, my left over there. But at the end of the day, what what local kind of kind of matters here? So the local market is, man, it's just flying. I was looking, uh, and and we can take it wherever you want. After this, uh, I was just looking the last three days. I mean, they put so I last three days we put fifty homes
0: on the market. How many units? first question i got to ask in this market is how much inventory we have for sale. (laughs) Active inventory for sale. That's the number one thing people should care about. And as we discussed on Monday, we, we did a show on Monday where we asked the feed, viewers and listeners, to take us in any direction that you wanted to go. And on Monday, the feed wanted to go down the route of Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, First Republic Bank, and the bank runs that were happening late last week into early this week. And I'll stand by it. I said this Monday. I'll say it again. I think the, the impact these bank runs will have, will have from a Charlottesville standpoint is perhaps Jerome Powell not being as hawkish with rates and raising rates to a full, for, a, for a half a percentage point. Maybe he comes in at a quarter percentage point. So it's
1: not even you. That enough.
0: would impact Charlottesville. That's the extent. I said this on Monday. I'll say it again. The extent of Silicon Valley Bank. First Republic and Signature Bank and the tumultuous four or five days that they have had impacting this community is potentially Powell not raising rates as aggressively as he could have had this bank difficulty not have happened.
1: So it's not even us. It's everything from Dr. Yoon to Lisa Steravent, you know, all these economists are basically saying the same thing. If it wasn't for that, we would probably be staring at a half a point. Right. right now, and I so,
0: think that's a positive we can take from this. I said that Monday, I'll say it again. Yeah, um, I think that's a positive we can take from this. But Kevin I've been, Yancey's asking about the Credit Suisse news, and, and yeah, it's, did you see that?
1: I was, yeah, I was. Re- I was actually listening to uh, BBC on the way in because I like the accent; it sounds pretty cool, and we sound so much smarter after I w- listened to that. Uh, yeah, so Europe, I think, is in a far better excuse me, far worse space than we are. And I just kind of know a little bit about this because I have family there and we talk to them on a regular basis. But I'm going to stand, you're standing by that, I'm going to stand by what I was said six months ago, eight months ago, even a year ago. Inflation is what's going to be hurting. If anything's going to negatively impact, particularly the housing market, it is going to be inflation. I think what's happening, going on in in Credit Suisse, according to the article i listened to according to the bbc piece i listened to um it's much like i think what was going on with some of these silicone some of these western banks but one of them was new york for sure you know they were just making some bad bets in some bad spots and it's probably caught up with them a little bit um on it but again once scott rolls in i really like to kind of get a feed on what's happening at the grassroots level at the impact, if any, on the thirty-year mortgage, there's an article I've gotten here that I didn't didn't uh, read, and I also want Scott's read on it. It looks like um, looks like the forty-year mortgage is getting back into play. Oof! Yeah. So, oh, he just like he dropped the keys on that.
0: We've got Scott Morris moments away. He's heading moments to away. The, uh, He's heading to the green room for his gift bag, much like the <laughs> Academy Awards. We give gift bags to our guests who come on the program. That- Scott Morse, in a matter of moments, I want to create a piece of content here for Keith Smith, Judah Wittgower. Keith Smith, you have um, Central Virginia at your disposal. Talk to us about the market. Where are you seeing the real estate market right now, my friend?
1: So I- I'm, I'm, I'm still going to stick by my guns that locally t- and agreeing with you, Locally, um, what's happening out in California, maybe over in Europe, I don't think at the moment is going to migrate itself to impact our market. We're just—I'm just looking at the last seven days. We're at 107 pending, 70 um, new. So we've been—we've been staying flat between 60 and 70, sometimes 50 units on the market. I just think at the end of the day, this is the absolute right time to sell a home. It's interesting. I had a conversation with a president yesterday of a financial services company up in Northern Virginia and he asked me the question. This is this guy has a PhD in finance and he asked me the question, is this a good time to sell? And I was like, well, first of all, tell me why you think that. Um, and he says, well, you know, the market is bad. I said, no, it's not. There's... You know, there's only 70 homes on the market that came on the market the last seven days, and 107 went on. There's more coming off than going on, so the, you know, you know, this is the time to sell. This is the time to buy, and um, I just think uh, Scott just wandered in here. I just think uh, now's the time to do this.
0: There you go, Judah Woodcower. cut that into a scissor wheel piece of content. Scott Morris is in the mix on a Wednesday. Uh, donuts with Dad, did it go well? Yeah, man. Preschool, loving, you know, a ton of
2: little kids, uh, girls super excited, coloring rainbows, uh, taking
0: St. Paddy's Day pics in front of the little
2: thing they had up, uh, all the stuff, man.
0: It was, it was great. Toughest question I'm going to ask you today. Um, which donuts did you buy oh. and bring in Or donuts uh, with Dad at preschool? They were provided.
2: Oh, um, which ones? And pick? Uh, so it was Kanackles, a little bakery there in Culpeper. Uh, the girls went chocolate frosted. I went traditional glazed. There you
1: go. I, I would have lost. bet money that you were a glazed
0: guy. Yes, it's hard to go wrong with the glazed donut.
2: Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm Krispy Kreme glazed is like the, your, the your OG, pinnacle, the OG classic. Like yeah. if you're there when they're warm coming oh. off, like there's not a better product, like. Um, I'm, I'm and 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 if you're out there and you're a Duncan fan, I'm sorry for your life.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, uh, so what what is, so what what is
1: what is your favorite,
0: Jerry? Um, I mean, I Scott's. I'm, I'm kind of tight with Scott here. I feel like there's two uh, different kinds of good donuts. There's the you know craft donut, if you may, which gets fairly elaborate with toppings and inside fillings. And and types of texture. I mean, and then and there's that's, the mass that's cool, but
2: that's like that's like when I walk into like the it's Riverside versus
0: Citizen Burger Bar. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But but you know, and I'm gonna take Riverside, you know, over over Citizen every day when it comes to like you know, it's like walking into these like uh, bu- these little uh, bougie brunch places and you ask for a Bloody Mary and they come with like a rotisserie chicken on top. And well, no, like, the ba- you don't like the bacon strip. Hold and the I'll, time take a, I'll hold do the a bacon strip gentlemen, and gentlemen. A pickled like a green bean. That's about as fancy as
0: I get.
1: So I actually set a timer. <laughs> For the first time, the word chicken would show up. Okay. And it literally right. took three minutes. All
0: right. Uh, one of our presenting partners of Real Talk with Keith Smith, Stephanie Wells Rhodes of Interstate Service Company, says one of her team members, um, and, and this is also at American Pass, one of her team members, Robbie at American Pass, is very busy for March. He's doing eight to ten WDIs a yeah. day. Yeah. Eight to ten. So she's on American Pest, an interstate service company, on the supply chain of housing locally, and they're saying that the market's on fire right now. Why don't we get Scott Morrison for the first sizzle reel here, Judah Wickauer? Show is yours. I have a feeling he's going to bring some ammunition today on a Wednesday. He always does. Where do you want to start?
2: Um, so uh, I chimed in on Monday's show um, that uh, I think uh, the, the, the the bank drama was oversold and that showed up yesterday and then right now we've got uh, the Credit Suisse uh, which is driving things kind of back in that same trend Uh, but I think really what we're seeing is uh, not so subject to what's happening with the banking industry but that the the Fed tells us when rates are going up and the markets tell them when it's time to stop and I think that uh, we very likely we'll get another 25-bip increase, but at, at, that's kind of at most. I think we're about to see a pause, and uh, we should see them, in the market's pricing in, uh, rate cuts starting in June. I say it probably doesn't happen until September under the theme that nothing happens as fast as we think that it does. Um, but I sat down in front of, uh, you know, a historical, you know, mortgage rates are falling. And last week we were talking about, oh my gosh, we're back in the sevens. Are they here to stay? I'm sticking to my 4% range. So 4.875 or, you know, there, anything with a four, anything with a four by the end of the year, I think we're there. We're headed in that direction. Um, uh, all the things. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's so much to unpack right now about what's going on. Um, if I, I maybe let me get settled in. We'll do a clear thought for something more geared towards a sizzle reel, but that's kind of a synopsis of what I see happening.
0: I, I, I think that's a good sizzle reel right there. Make sure that one gets out today, because that's a timely one, please, sir. Um, I said, you know, on Monday... I said, how this impacts Charlottesville and Central Virginia is maybe rates not being as aggressive when Powell makes another rate announcement. That's that's what I said here. We do have viewers and listeners. How we got on the banking topic on Monday, Keith came in and said, let's go where the feed takes us. The feed was inundated with the banking issue. Travis is watching right now. He watches a lot of our shows. He's a smart guy. Travis Hackworth in Danville. He goes. I also wonder, Scott, how this banking problem is going to affect both residential and commercial lending. So multiple people are asking this question. So
2: I, I mean, I, I don't think it does. Um, period. Uh, and why is that? Because what we're seeing in these uh, isolated pockets are not the, the companies that are writing mortgages. Um, there you go. At what it could affect is in those in those pockets and regions where these companies are holding payroll at these banks is a bigger picture of what it does to small business, again, in small pockets around the country.
1: So there's an article that Dr. Lisa Sturvin dropped. About She's the economist of Bright. That dropped this morning. Could bank bust be a boon for real estate? In this case, it was focused around agents on that end of it. Boon's a big word, but but
0: how could this impact agents? Well, it, it, driving it, people to get in the field?
1: How it, how it impacts agents is uh, I just looked at the last seven days to, to um, Mrs. Wells' comment. We got 26 that went pending just in the last 24 hour in our footprint. That's a lot of that's a lot of contracts that went pending, which means they're doing their, their, the yeah, but WDI. But how does right,
0: the bank time issue
2: influence pending contracts? Like, that's uh, what I want to know. Like, blow well, the whistle. I think that is a super motivating headline for people who had bad feelings uh, in the industry. Outside of that, I don't think that it does. You're saying it, that's clickbait. That's what like, you're saying. 100%. Okay. Um, if we look back a week ago when rates were in the sevens, um, Keith... Has clients that were still losing out to to multiple offer situations. That's I met six, with a friend. Of, over. I had a friend of mine uh, uh, who had 140 showings and 52 offers on one of his listings. Jesus, At, when What's we, the and price That's point? when we were over seven percent. What was the like, price point? Stop it, bro. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. And it, so don't don't don't. I mean, yes, I think this is going to be a boon for for rates and activities, and this goes back to what I was saying all along is that as we trend downwards and get more stable we're going to give sellers a reason to get back into the market. That is a boon for agents. That is a motivator. That does all the things but let's not sit here and pretend like we aren't. There's not so much, there aren't so many buyers right now that we weren't seeing activity before.
0: That's one of the best sizzle real estate's ever done. Look at that. Judah's already marking the slot there. That's number two. Passion and clarity right there from Scotty Moe, Keith Smith.
1: Yeah, so to add context to that, obviously when you See that, and you read, in you, you deep, click it. You, well, this, <laughs> you clicked it, didn't you? Well, this is you printed it. And this clicked is it. this is Reese Media, so I get these things into my email. This is not a. Well, you're a, a, a hall bit. of famer with that. I'm a hall of famer. I'm a newsmaker with yeah. them. Uh, but you know, you take a dive, in, dive into it, and you know, I'm not. I'm you know six years old, so I'm old school. I print it and make notes on it and put little you take it to the on. think tank. I take. Yeah, that's actually what I did. <laughs> Uh, it's super important to monitor the facts on the ground because every real estate market is and always will be local. So to your point, you know this is actually a national headline, but when you take a drill down to it, it's local. And in local, the last 24 hours, we put 26 on the, on, on the contract, but only 16 came on.
0: Okay, so we're all in agreement at this table that rates are not impacting the selling of real estate because the pool of buyers is so deep. Do you still feel that? Yeah, that's,
2: okay. uh, that is, that's, that's what's happening.
0: Are yeah. rates impacting the willingness to list homes for those of us that have rates secured on a 30-year fix that is minuscule? Is that happening?
1: Uh, that, is, that is a
0: great question. Someone who has a 30-year fixed at 2.75, what's their motivation to list? So the couple that's of the question.
1: trees I killed here this morning, there is an article about that that is actually New York Times wrote about exactly that that this it kind of echoed what we've been talking about these this three percent two percent mortgage rate though great for the folks that bought it is ultimately impacting the overall market right because those folks unless they have to aren't migrating out because there's just nothing for them them to buy on that end of it, but you know, at the end of the day, as as Scott has said, and we have said numerous times, it, a huge percentage of people buy and sell because of life changes, not because of of an interest rate. We have on our end of it, on our buyer side, not anybody's talking to us about well, interest rates are too high. They're just like, okay, we're going to get in. Scott's right, we're going to refi down. Are you still having those conversations?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, that's. Uh So, in fact, I had a conversation yesterday on, uh, you know, somebody who's spending uh, around $30,000 a year in rent um, going, well, you know, I just, I don't know. I said, okay, well, uh, let's say that you were spending uh, $40,000 a year in a mortgage at the price point that you're looking at. Would you rather be putting that into equity and then refinancing into a lower rate as, you know, two years from now or a year from now, as opposed to, you know, pushing thirty thousand dollars a year out the window that you're not getting back in any in any form. Like you don't, you can't sell your rental that you don't own and recover any of those funds as you you know move forward. Um, what do you think makes the most sense? And it's like, well, I hadn't really thought about it about like that. And you know, you see that it's uh, you know, you've got to see what are your long term goals. What are you looking to get out of all of
0: this? Also, well
1: so on next Wednesday, next Wednesday, we're going to be doing we're we're, we're, we're penciling it out as a name of how to win in today's market but we are now starting to have conversations with buyers and this word frustration is popping into it now right they're they're getting frustrated they're getting uh, you know I'm out. I don't want to do this game no more. And part of what we're going to talk about next Wednesday is to help people stay in the game. And now's the time to stay, stay in it. But, you know, these are conversations that we're having at the kitchen table or Zoom or via the phone that I've lost my 20th, I've lost my 12th, I've lost Oof. my 5th. Well, that's what we're up to. Deals in certain locations. That's what we're up to. Um, and keeping that person or couple motivated is a skill set that we have to all bring to to the table. Are you hearing any frustration out there with folks that you're talking I mean, to?
2: I've had people who have been frustrated for, for two plus years, depending yeah. on what they're looking at. Like, you've got frustrations from the the level of, I've, you know, I was trying to make this happen, and the prices have gone up, rates have gone up. Um, I'm losing the cash. Um, yeah. There's, a, there's, there's, there's multiple levels of, of who's going through what in this process. Um, you know, uh, one of the the biggest frustrations is how do I make this work? Um, uh, you know, that's where we get into our specialty products. Uh, I saw somebody uh, locally in the area. Uh, again, everyone who does what I do is a unicorn and the best that, that's ever been in the business. Uh, advertising that they've got a zero down product that goes to one hundred and sixty percent of AMI. I was like, I've been advertising that for a year. Um, it, it's it's things like that, and, that, and as more people reach out for those tools to help people get through these frustrating times because then that that takes, you know, if you can, you can borrow, if you're an earner who has saved some money but not enough for closing costs, you could then make a 100% down offer um, with the loan and be able to pay your own closing costs to make a better offer, to make a more attractive offer to the seller. Um, then it, it, it's... It's a lot, you know, it, and it's very overwhelming. For or can feel overwhelming. It can feel overwhelming if you're a professional and you're in this business and you're going through it for the first time. Um, much less for somebody who has, you know, no impact, no idea of uh, what this experience is like, and they're they're just getting into it.
1: So back to the could could banking bust be a boon for real estate agents? And one of the other quotes from the good doctor was, um, this is an opportunity for agents who focus on skill sketch tool, set, tool sets and mindsets. It's going to be more important than ever because consumers are going to be confused by this, and we are going to need to be there to educate them.
0: Do you feel, do you feel the realtor trade has been more commoditized than ever right now?
1: Try it out a different way.
0: Um, is the service you provide more um, value, competitive, and shopped than ever before? When you have companies like
2: Redfin and Zillow who have have. Turned it into a, a, a next a price war. A, a, no, not even a price war. No. A, an, an attention war, um, to where uh, and a value war, um, so that the consumer doesn't see the value in the professional. They think that the next opportunity is the next click away, but they still find themselves confused and frustrated with the process because they don't have someone that they can reach out and contact and have a real conversation with.
0: I, I understand that. That's a great so, answer to that. My, my I, I'm hearing from colleagues of yours and colleagues of yours that the, the shopping is happening now?
1: So it's an, it's, that's a difficult question for me to ask, answer, excuse me, because I actually looked at my first quarter, our first quarter numbers versus the first quarter of 2022, Yes Realty Partners, we're up 30%.
0: First quarter of this year, you're up 30%. In dollar volume. Over a quarter of last year. That's exactly right. How about And, and, and sales volume, how about inventory sold? Well, Because the price points are higher. So if you're going year over year, uh, yeah, yeah. obviously we're, we're about 16, sales volume is going to yeah, be higher. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we're about 12 to 15% sales per unit yeah. dollar value.
0: So 15% down in units sold.
1: Oh, no. Our units, the number of units are staying pretty well, – actually, we're increasing. In
0: 2023, you've sold more units. we
1: sold more units gross. we have more dollars by 30%. YRP
0: should be really happy.
1: Uh, we are very happy. But the question is, is why? Yeah. Right. And so to your point, and I, I you know, I, I've, we, I generally don't like patting myself on the back. So that was not a look to, 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 to Scott Gott's point, look at me, look at me. I'm just stating, I'm using that as a fact that I think, and to quote the good doctor here, you know, if you're a professional, you know how to do your job, You will, you will do well in this business. The folks that can't, won't you know that's just the reality of of, of business but we're we're uh um, I, I ran numbers i was a bit surprised we're we are up 30 percent in dollar uh, total volume sold and we like i would
0: expect you th- would be up in sales volume like total dollars sold because of the appreciation of real estate year over year. The houses are more expensive. Yep. The, the, the fact that I'm really impressed but with... But not 30%. ...is is you've sold more inventory in Q1 of this year than Q1 of last year. And really why that's surprising to me is Q1 of last year, rates were in the low threes.
1: Well, and then if you add a second set of numbers, which I took a look at, um, from a car footprint, where depending on where you are, because locations matter, right? Right. Um, we're running anywhere between 15% and 30% down car footprint-wise in total volume sales. But we're, we're up. And, and I hope I just didn't jinx myself for this, the next three quarters. But the point I'm trying to make is, real talk with Keith Smith, Trusted Partners, this is when we are finding in our shop is uh, folks are putting this cell phone down and saying, please help me win the day. And, again, that's what Wednesday is going to be about. We're going to bring a bunch of trusted advisors and rotate them through the set so we can help f- give folks uh, house hacks, for lack of a better term, to learn how to win, to win the day. But this is when a professional shows up. This is not um, rocket mortgage. I'll let
2: careful, let's be let's like that, careful with that term house hacks because, like, if you pay yeah, attention I, to I, house hacks, the house hacks you see on TikTok are usually
0: mortgage fraud, just FYI. <laughs> what are, and what are the house hacks you see at um, You know, uh,
2: buy a, you know, use a use a uh, primary purchase government program to get into a home and then turn it into a rental unit yeah. and then try to do that again with a different bank. Like, and there's some crazy stuff. And, in and that is. Under that, that, that I, I just, I, I like to kind of, the house hacking. Uh, uh, that popped into, into
1: that. my head. I'm not a huge fan of it either. Yeah. Kind of like upzoning. But, but. The reality, the reality of it, is, it's interesting. I had a conversation with a, a, a buyer client a couple of days ago, and they were like, Well, can we put two contracts in simultaneously? I well, go, if you want to
0: buy two houses? I you said, can. Absolutely
1: not a problem if you want to buy two houses. Yeah. And, and they I went, mean, well, come on, people. What, what do you, well, what it is, is it's a sign of the desperation that they're, they're coming out with this, or they would say, well, let's just get a contract in on it and see how it goes. If I find something else, we'll dump that contract during, our, what, during home inspection or whatever. And I'll have to be honest with you. I'll say this in front of everybody, not with me.
0: Well, not, I mean, some people have that strategy. That's, not, that's a gray area gray areas strategy. Well, I
1: consider it unethical. Yeah. But, yeah. but to me, that's, a, that's ethics matter. And how you do business matters. And if I can't help you navigate which is the right home to put an offer on and pick on it, then I'm not doing my job.
0: Yeah, well said, well said. And, and Bill's highlighting a good point. If you're in a two-bedroom home and the addition of a child creates the need for a third bedroom, rate is not an issue. And that's the point Scott has made all the time. Life events are going to drive the purchase of real estate. We have seen in this market, if you have a house and you list it and it's priced well... It's got good conditions, good features, good location. The person on the other side matters. You now, all those key things. That the homes will sell. The rates are not impacting transactions. Where they may be impacting is folks willing to list their homes and give up their very low rates. That's where it may be ha- happen, having an impact. This question's come in for Grace and for Scott in particular. Why does Mr. Morris so convinced that rates are going to head into the fours by the end of the year, what data is he seeing that I am not reading personally? I'm open-minded to learning.
2: OK. Um, right. And he he can, works in finance. All he right. Uh, we've seen uh, a 150-bit decline in the U.S. two-year in the last 14 days. Um, we are going to see better numbers in the bond market as they affect mortgage rates. Um, we are already seeing them, and as we get through the summer, and again, I've, I've said every week, we're going to go through some volatility. We're going to have some ups and downs. Um, we're seeing that today. Today's a, a great example of that. But I can tell you that right now, if this trend continues, um, we'll be quoting certain products in the fives on a traditional fixed 30-year with little, if any, discount points um, by the end of this month.
0: So wow. Wow. So when I check, Jeez Louise. by the end of this month, we're talking a two point delta, well, not two points, a point and a half, point and change. By the end of March. By the end of March, in two weeks. I'm saying that, yes,
2: absolutely, if this trend continues. It's,
1: it's interesting because this morning I tracked the 10-year T-bell very closely. This morning, it's, you, you may be right. This
0: morning, there He's was 3 been really right on this show. It's this- and there's video evidence to back it up.
1: This morning it was 3.6. Now it's down to 3.4. So in the last two hours or three hours, it, it's dropped. It just dropped so again as So the big problem
2: that, that we've been seeing or at least saw at the beginning of the week is that the improvement that we saw in the bond market, even followed by the improvement of mortgage-backed securities, is that investors weren't buying. They were like, we don't want to get burnt – By, you know, we drop in what we're going to buy at, and the other thing that needs to improve um, in the MBS field is uh, yield for what these loans are being purchased at. Um, And that's going to drive some improvement as well. But what will happen is, as yield improves, you're going to have banks take a greater they, they've everybody has gotten so thin to be competitive as things act as things improve you'll go through a period where we'll get some serious improvement while everybody kind of I call the race to the bottom trying to to capture as much as possible but then as we get a more stable rate environment we've got more inventory coming on board you'll see uh, you'll see certain institutions. Taking a bigger rake of that profit, and they're going to, and it'll it'll land in uh, it'll land on rate sheets for, for mortgage lending I, in general. Uh,
1: uh, well, let's dumb it down for the staff sergeant, United States Marine Corps, in the room. So, just as, as he was speaking, I was reading some of uh, the rest of the article from the Good Doctor. So, what she's predicting, and I'll just paraphrase it: If Powell stays at a quarter instead of a half, that that bond rate's going to go down even more. Would you agree with that?
2: I say the quarter uh, uh, sends a little spike. I say that, that, that they throw a little little taper tantrum. They don't like a quarter. Uh, they want to see a pause, um, stop breaking things. And who's they now? They is the, the, the investors, the market. Yeah. Um, a quarter, a quarter gets it's a little. Got to do
0: at least a quarter.
2: I think that the quarter. I think they go a quarter. My God, um, can you imagine if he does a half? It's,
0: that's not on the hops table. off the table after SVP and Signature and First Republic. That's okay. not
2: on the table. They're going to do a quarter. You're going to see everybody throw a little tantrum. Uh, or did we
1: just kick the can
2: down the road? And the can's going to get kicked, yeah. but huh. I think the
0: the proverbial the, can is the, the management price of inflation
2: right now. The what, right what you're seeing in the bond market right now is. Uh, a potential rate cut in June, which I, I is you know it could happen. Anything could happen, baby. Um, so you're saying
1: a rate cut in June?
2: I'm I'm not saying. I'm saying that that's what you're seeing pricing in right now, and I'm saying that you. But it, I'd say it happens by September, and so that's what's going to cause some of the volatility. Is the market's going to say hey, you know this is what we expect? This is what we're seeing. Um, and then when they don't always get what they want, you're going to see some fluctuation. But then as it comes into fruition, you're going to see things continue to fall. We are in a declining rate market.
1: So I was just reading an article as you're talking. Lumber is, is dropping. I think Jerry shared with me before the show. I mean, home,
0: did you see? This stat just came out, and we got a couple of home builders watching the program right now, including one we're close with. Home builders say demand is rising. This article on CNBC 18 minutes ago. Um, Home builder sentiment is up. Um, A monthly gauge of builder confidence in the market for newly built single family homes rose in March, even though analysts expect it to drop. The only concern the National Association of Home Builders has, their chairman, Alicia Huey, quoted 18 minutes ago on CNBC, this banking fallout. That's literally what she's talking about in the article.
1: Well, that inf- that potentially impacts builders and developers because they're based on outline of credits. Which what she's saying. Yeah, now, which, that's, that's what she's saying. But it's not the thirty-year mortgage. It's no, a different no,
2: that's that's all right. So let's look at these companies that were actually affected by SVP, uh, SVB. Um, Silicon Valley Bank. So your company, you had, um, you know, you weren't uh, a startup. Let's say you've been in business for you know eight years or. Thereabouts, um, you had all your money tied with them you can 't just call the next, the president of the next bank over and say, "Hey, you know I need a line of credit for X. This is what things look like they 're scrambling to try to find replacements for their lines of credit for the payroll for everything though you know there were some big companies, but a lot of it was really isolated to the tech the tech sector and, the solar sector, um, the green energy sector um, crypto, crypto eh, no that's if mm. that different 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 model, but um, I'm sure that they they had some that that was more the 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 bank that went kaput uh, uh, two or three weeks ago that my brain can't find signature. No, no, um, I'll think of it, but uh, but for these for these larger builders if they're going to extend a line of credit for their next project that's where um, you're going to see it, the cost of doing so is going to increase because the the lending risk has has escalated so, that that's probably their, they're going to pay they're just going to pay a, they're just, they're going to you know again everybody's going to throw a tantrum and they're going to you know the money's going to cost a little more
0: here's here's the quote to you to you Keith um, literally a quote National Association of Home Builders a follow on effect of the pressure of this banking fallout is the pressure it may have on regional banks as well as continued federal reserve tightening. This will further constrain acquisition, development, and construction ADNC yeah. yep. loans for builders across the nation. When ADNC loan conditions are tight, lot inventory constricts and adds an additional hurdle to housing affordability.
1: Correct a hundred percent and so acquisition and development I know that world a little bit, you know it well, I know it well uh yeah so the 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 the, the side of the house that is using a and d money a and d and c money on either of it this will impact them but, but let let's be a little a little clear here, it always impacts them, right it is part of your business model right as as things go up, percentages go up and go down, your profit margin goes up and down on that end of it. But what you're seeing is a lot of the de- local developers, some of the bigger bigger ones, they're all doing it in cash anyway. Their cash positions are extremely strong, and they're doing their acquisition in, in cash. But I wanted to jump and ask um, Scott here, because I, I see it from the street side of it. Why do you think builder sentiment is up?
2: Why do I think builder sentiment is up? Mm-hmm. Because of the inventory concerns and because of the, the humans over rooftop problem that we, that we had going into this
0: inventory crisis. So what I think ta- builder sentiment is up because folks now see rates as the new norm, and they're not sticker-shocked anymore.
1: Yeah, the, ra- the rates is not, not – I don't think it at all. It's not even on the table. It's the inventory issue. And the conversations we're having on the street is, as well, if I can't win – at a resale can I build right that's the conversation we're having so okay can I now find and then you have to have this expectation conversation okay where is where do you want to be how much new construction is going to cost typically more than than a, than a resale on it but that's that's at the kitchen table level that's the conversation that we're having. Okay, well if I can't find something, let me go pick a house on a lot and wait nine months to get it to get it built. I don't I think that's part of the sentiment thing. We're starting to see an uptick at least on our phone calls and conversations and new construction, it's kind of a world I know well, so I get other agents from other agencies calling me and asking me, well, how do I write a contract? How do I negotiate this? I think
2: another piece of that is everything is from a consumer perspective, everything's so expensive in the existing market, what does the cost of a new construction home look like? And that... uh, More expensive. Well...
1: Well, that's a great question, Scott. So while you guys are talking, let's see what it looks like. Let's see what it looks like.
0: Nice segue there, Keith Smith. (laughs) Um, Let's highlight uh, comments that are coming in. Michael Plecker watching the program. One of the Shenandoah Valley's finest backstops, the mayor of Pantops. He's he's doing a little bit of a humble brag here. Imagine that from Michael Plecker, the humble brag. He says, "I don't know." He
1: reminded me yesterday in a meeting that yeah, I owe I owe him a bottle of bourbon, and, and it's next Wednesday. It's coming because yeah, he's going to join bourbon. us. He's
0: Although join. Keith may beat Neil Williamson on this, mustache uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bet. You what, may what, Neil, don't chinch me. Don't chinch me. You may lose me. this bet, Neil. Do not. Um, Plecker me. said, "I'm glad me and Mrs. Plecker moved a big chunk out of the Nasdaq several months ago when we started hearing the tech layoff chatter." Jamie Turner, the uh, mayor of Gordonsville, the impact of TikTok is ridiculous. Scott is right. Every everyone thinks they could be a real estate investor or everyone thinks they should own a Stanley Cup from Jamie Turner. Trust me, you don't want to be a real estate investor. I mean, you, you, maybe you do, but it's not as easy as it seems. Um, I know, think everyone at this table can speak to this. Scott has a vacation home in the Outer Banks, and I think it was, what, six months ago he spent much of his weekend uh, redoing the floors as a, at uh, his That was
2: this time last year. This
0: time last year? Yeah. yeah. Well, was, but, that, it,
1: was that just an excuse then?
2: sneak down. Uh, there. Fortunately, there wasn't a lot of... Uh, there not a lot of, a lot of fishing on a lot of fish
0: are going on yeah. on that trip. He was busting his tail on that trip. Keith, the data you found... You I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm working on it. I'm working on it, gentlemen. Aragon
0: is not the swiftest. You
1: have to actually build each, The search criteria search out. We, we, for we do each, know that. Each each one Speaking we're doing. Speaking
0: of uh,
2: things, uh, you know, uh, the, the cost of things dropping, I think we're seeing oil fall again, um, and a lot of that... And
0: I mean, CPI was cool. CP,
2: PPI was cool. CPI was kind of in line with what they thought it was going to be. Um, PPI cooling this morning. Producer Price Index, uh, meaning the cost of building things got a little cheaper, um, or the cost of making. Uh, what was good in the CPI was um, was wages. Yeah. So <laughs> we the 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 numbers on uh, and, and I guess it and I I say. I feel like we've been we've wage lagged for 30 years, um, and that's what I mean by by good is that unfortunately wages did not continue to go up. Um, so that was the highlight of the uh, the report. Um, but I think we're and is it today or tomorrow? Uh, we've got uh, something else uh, comes out as well. Um,
1: but do you really think those things, all that data, really impacts our market?
0: I think it trickles down. I think it – yeah. Eventually it does.
2: Yes. I think that is is the information that drives the barn market that in turn creates the motivation for me who owns a home to say – Look, things are improving a little bit. Yeah. I've got consumer so confidence. much equity yeah. that I can sell my house, take a mortgage that's X number of hundreds of dollars higher per month, there and it know is. that I've got six figures from this transaction sitting in the bank to, as, to, to lean back on. Literally what my forward. wife and I
0: are talking about. That I 100% agree. That's the, I agree with a lot of what this man says. I've never agreed with the statement more than that one there. That right there, it's called consumer confidence. I, I we're we're dealing with that right now,
1: and and that's literally these three or four articles I'm reading. That's the re- recurring recurring theme. Um, little little fact on I was in a meeting yesterday, um, running some stats and. The person I was in the meeting, which was an elected official, said, "You know, you should teach a stats class." And then I had to remind them, "Yeah, uh, I didn't go to high school in my last two years." You're street
0: <laughs> uh, smart, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. So interesting. Here we go. Last thirty days, Albemarle County single family detached. What has sold and closed last thirty days back? Right. Non new 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 construction was twelve units closed. Non new construction, uh, fifty five. Anybody want to take a gander on the different? The delta, the, and we're going median? The pri- median price, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: As it's by your body language. It's freaking massive. Look at Swiss body language. Scott, you want to go first on this one? I, I
1: 495 For existing. Thank you. That's yeah. the word I was stumbling yeah. for. For existing. 760 in New York. Jesus,
0: Church. that is humongous.
1: Two hundred. I, I had to pull up the spreadsheet just to make sure the that math was right. That uh, is ginormous. $265,000 Delta. A plus of thirty five percent. Now that's single family detached Albemarle County, just pick that as a Albemarle
0: County home sales last thirty days. Existing construction medium price point four hundred ninety five thousand. That's single
1: family detached. Single
0: family detached. New construction medium price point.
1: 760000
0: 760, That's 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 massive. 200 let right, let's let's talk about that number for a second, please. But,
1: but we now have people looking at it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we had fifty five new constructions sold, that would drive that number down. Um, we have oh, We have twelve, so we probably got uh, so we got we got some big boys well, driving up the average. He's using the median. I, well, I, I understand that we're using the median. Mm. I'm saying if we had a larger pool for the new construction, it would be lower. You'd have a lower number. Well, down. so that brings the
1: and then I was asked; these were folks that are running for the state level, so I was asked not to use their names today on it. But it's really the conversation we're having. If you write them down, I'll use them. Oh, you think I can write uh, the uh, pictures? I can do pictures. You can write. I can do pictures. I've
0: been told not to allow you to do that.
1: Uh, okay. So uh, thank you, Yona. So the the but the conversation that we were having at the dinner at the dinner table at the at the round table I was at was. Well, if new construction produces more units, back to your point. So if it was 55 new, con- new construction, would that delta still be $265,000? And the answer is no, right? And, and so, you know, Michael Payne, God love him, because he said this on the dais, I can say this. His comment is is that we can't build our way out of this. No,
0: no. His comment specifically, we cannot build our way into affordability, And that that comment seems to conflict directly with upzoning.
1: So if correct, so maybe affordability. I use a housing affordability. You know, I can't afford a ten million dollar house, right? But but the point is that that if we have more, it creates more affordability. It creates more homes that are in the affordable range, right? So more is you know, this is really simply a fact you know it's econ 101 it's last 7 days 73 came on 109 went off we've need to generate more units
2: which we will as we get into a more stable environment, you'll have more people who are willing to list and take the profits from all the
0: equity that they've gained. Yeah, existing units. It's not going to be new construction. Oh, units. I, no. I, I, yeah, I, that's a, yeah.
2: There's no rabbit for existing that. Existing would be. There's no. What? There's rabbit no for
0: rabbit that? for that hat. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm going to steal no yeah, no nine for, nine. that. Yeah, right no rabbit for. I got
1: to write that down.
0: We both. No
1: rabbit. So got a friendly
0: nine over there. Yancey Four. says this is not sustainable. The kind of appreciation that's happening in housing is not sustainable. Prove me wrong, he says.
1: No, I, 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 yeah. So what's going to happen is the pool of people, and you chime in because you see this more than I do. The pool of buyers are of, of buyers who are able are able to buy right now is just going to get a little thinner. Does that sound about right?
2: Sure. Uh, well, would you say that again?
1: So, in other words, the 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 buyer who can't put a substantial amount of cash down, ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent, you know, if the buyer can't put a, a substantial amount of cash down, that buyer is just not going to be able to compete in today's market. So, the pool is just going to get a little bit, little bit. No, no,
2: um, okay. I don't think so. I think okay. uh, I, so. You're saying the buyer the the buyer pool is going to shrink because people who can't because the house is more expensive.
1: Well, it's either more expensive or
0: there's less of them.
1: Or you're now competing because this is what we're losing, competing against somebody who's bringing enough cash that that appraisal doesn't have to kick in, I mean, in, he's right?
0: losing deals. Can I don't, I don't want to let me know if I'm speaking out of turn. I don't think I'm speaking out of But well, once you
1: say it is too late. But well, yeah. okay. You you've
0: been saying it on air, so I don't yeah. think I'm speaking out yeah. of attorney. He's losing deals. For a surgeon son-in-law, Doctor Loan, who's got resources. Well, yeah, right,
1: yeah. We're a very specific location, yeah. very specific product type, very specific everything. So, the the thing about that is that, and fifty million mm-hmm. other people want that same thing sure so again what we're going to talk about on wednesday because actually my daughter's going to sit in that chair that's big and, time and talk about this experience that's big, on next to scott. She's going to sit next to scott to talk about this experience right, my granddaughter will be there so you might end up having to get a kid that's to, okay is the, the granddaughter going to be on air yeah sure. oh fantastic i mean okay. unless there's a rule
0: well there's no rule there's no rule there's no rules here yeah there's three you're the, but well, that's, you're the only one that's limited <laughs> rules here <laughs> Well, there's only three rules. I have I, respect for you, so I follow those rules better. Eh, no, <laughs> Sometimes I do. Um, Neil,
1: but, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but my my point is uh, to, to to Kevin's thing is if inventory doesn't climb up, if we're not able to produce. And when I say produce, this is new stuff because the existing stock is these existing stock so new homes if we're not able to uh substantially increase that it's just econ 101 the small existing pool is just going to have more pressure on it so instead of having 20 feet deep of buyers it's going to be 15 but there's going to be more buyers that are capable of buy in today's market if it's at seven percent you said 10 i think if it, if it didn't get up to 10 no he
0: said the double digit sticker shock would be the one that could potentially tank slow it down a
1: little bit yeah it just yeah. becomes less people yeah so that, that, that seesaw needs to balance, and right now it's on the inventory side, but you know, what do I Sir know?
0: Sir Neil Williamson, comment for Keith and, uh, Scott. Additional inventory alone will not solve the affordable housing problem, but it will positively impact housing affordability. More go. housing everywhere for everyone. Neil. Housing Williamson.
1: affordability is the right term instead of affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Neil, for that. But more is always better in, in a math scenario. Uh, but there's other things, right? You always have to have a ready, willing, and able property seller. Uh, seller local government's going to have to kick in. Neil
0: Williamson should watch which show with who's coming on?
1: What? Uh, uh, Friday content. show coming up? Oh uh, no. you have some? Uh, no, 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 no. Friday is just you and I. Okay. That is it is, two Fridays? Let me double check, make sure I don't give the wrong information.
0: Neil, your bet with Keith on this mustache is coming down to the last 90 days here, dude. We got about ninety days um. left in this bet here, and some folks of uh, the elected variety are saying that Keith is going to win the bet. Just a heads up over there. That's Yvonne.
1: I'm sorry. We're, we're that showing a text of my daughter that just came in. So um, it is the thirty first, the last Friday of this month. I'm going to have um, Lloyd's. Let me double check that they confirmed.
0: Here. Last Friday of this month.
1: Hold on, hold on. I don't want to give. Because Neil Williamson, Neil's puts,
0: problem with that bet was, was
2: yeah, Michael.
1: They both they both accepted Michael Point
2: and Lloyd Snook. I
1: got Payne and Snook coming in on Friday the thirty first.
2: Was taking the side of the speed that which, which government. government could get something yeah. done. 100%. Well,
1: let me let me defend my dear friend Neil. If there's I'm anybody
2: just teasing, if there
1: is any, well, I have to do just that
2: teasing the government a little bit. I have to do this. A good if, tease. If,
1: well, the government, I agree. But if there's anybody in this region that understands that,
0: yeah, it's him. It's, it's, it's no Neil. doubt. I get, it's it. I get it. I get it. No I doubt. Well, um, Bill McChesney says I think Keith is keeping his mustache. Um, you have Grayson saying I bet Keith wins this bet and keeps his mustache. Um, time will tell. Ninety days left here. So
1: I am. I'm, I, I'm. Live. I came up with an idea, which is never a good thing for Smith. So if it looks like I'm going to lose the thing, maybe, maybe I'll shave this off for charity, and we'll see if people will uh, will donate money to the land trust. I don't think
0: people are <laughs> going right. to do that.
2: All right, on the screen please right now, please talk with uh, your,
0: uh, your your branding consultant oh, about if that being a good idea. Scott. We have to talk mustache. Yeah, oh, okay. Please yeah. talk with your branding consultant before we actualize that idea. Okay,
1: I retract everything I just said. Donate never money happened. to
0: charity when I shave my mustache. Well, I'm trying to raise she money. laughing over there. I'm Stat trying to raise money for the land trust. I, I was going to say good idea. on the screen
2: uh, just a moment ago, uh, CNBC. Uh, to the point of uh, what you know, of Grayson going, where, uh, you know, where do you see this happening at? And it shows a, a right now uh, Fed rate of uh, 4.75. It shows uh, a peak rate of about five, five and a quarter in May. And then it shows they're pricing in actual cuts by the end of the year. Now, that's showing closer Who, to September. Who's
1: pricing them in?
2: Um, investors in the bond
1: market. Got art. it.
2: Okay. I mean, we, we got
0: – or, or a projected dot plot the Fed. We have literally, as of now, and it could change, but we're talking some morning carnage with all four of the indices we follow. The Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Russell 2000. The Russell 2000 right now is down nearly almost three points. So you know what I would track on that? Dow is down a point and a half.
1: So I'm going to give a shout out to Michael Plecker because he sent me a text earlier this morning. And I'm going to be tracking it all day today. Track the builder stocks. See how they do. Uh, let's see here. On that end of it. So I think you're going to see the big indices get pretty hard, hit hard today. But I actually, I think things that are related to dirt, and I said this on Monday. You did say
0: this on Monday. You, you did.
1: Uh, you know, I just it's just as, I'm not... You know, I'm not a sophisticated uh, uh, gentleman when it comes to financing and, and maybe using the right terms and so forth and so on. I just got this from 35 years of doing this. And it's always been the case. When that stuff starts going super red and, and things start going sideways there, people start pulling their money out of that. The good doctor has a couple of sentences about that.
2: This ain't oh, super let me finish, red. please. And,
0: and it goes into dirt. Three it, points is pretty bad, it, it goes into points. Uh, Neil Williamson says, as a reminder for all the viewers and listeners, the bet was placed on April 15th, 2022. So he wants to remind the viewers and listeners that this bet was put in a long, long time ago. Oh, totally, totally. A long, long time ago. That was a long time ago. We're talking a bet that's a year plus running here.
1: And I want to lose that bet. To be honest, uh, well, I with know that, you do. I want to that lose. That speaks up, to
0: but. your character. You I want I, to lose. It's up, looking up. like you may be winning this bet, right?
1: Now. Uh, yeah. We'll find out on the thir- on the thirty first, and we'll see. I mean, we're going
0: to straight up ask Mayor Lloyd Snook and Councillor Michael Payne who is going to win this bet.
1: And if you don't think I've already asked that question, you would be mistaken. And
0: and and the scuttlebutt is
1: I'm not going to say. It. I'm I'm leaving this out there for the thirty first.
0: There you go. That's called a teaser in the business.
1: Uh, is it really? Yeah. And if Neil, if you want to be a studio audience,
0: you're welcome to come up. Come Love on Neil up. Williamson. Um, applications? How are they looking over there? Good Scott question.
2: We're we're up again. Um, uh, you know, and much like you know, it's been like I said, uh, this year has been really of uh, uh, ebbs and flows, um, and. Uh, I think part of it has to do with uh, availability in the market. Um, and kind of what we've seen is uh, so applications have almost tracked uh, inventory to where we'll see some stuff come on. You see people see that stuff's come on. they And then there's an interest in activity. Um, then, you know, as you know the inventory is gobbled up, you kind of get, uh, you know, there's a lot of emotions as far as people traveling through this process, as far as what's available and what's not, and that drives activity.
0: Let me ask you. You... You are a top performer in what you do professionally. Are other loan officers enjoying similar um, data point success like, like you are? So or are you an anomaly here? So
2: nationally, I mean, there's there's a lot of struggle with inventory. Um, that's, that's the biggest challenge, and it's not just uh, – here it's, a, it's everywhere, and the number one that thing that you see there's a lot of people who got into this business who were attached to call centers and uh refis that that are now finding a, a difficult time because um, well, they focused on the wrong problem. And well, and yeah, and I've been a relationship and uh purchase based from you know that's how I built my business.
1: So, what, what I found the most interesting, um, um part of the show so far today other than um, nobody asked me what my favorite donut was but that's okay um <laughs> is the fact that the wdi's are up right so that's the wood destroying Stephanie inse- wells roads yes so um the fact that
0: Tom, what wwdi's
1: are wood, wood destroying insects so it's it's a report so every every because you're the lender's going to require it before we close you've got to have Stephanie, and you have to have Robbie, and you have to have the folks from American Pest go through the home and make sure that there isn't any uh, active, live termites at the end of the day. There's also septic walkover, but that's different uh, if you're out in the county and not on public water and sewer. So if those are up, that that just echoes what I've been looking at as far as pendings are up. It echoes what we're doing in our shop as far as volume and sales sales go so you know that's that's interesting that's a good information to hear because you know let's face it um interstate service company you know basically touches every real estate company in our region right yeah and and if they are upticking that means everybody is upticking across the board so i found that as an interesting um factoid
0: all right well said well said. Thank you for bringing that to our attention there. Interstate Service Company, guys, a home's best friend. Um, Mr. Yancey, specifically for Scott, have you had people had to reapply uh, once they've started the process because conditions have changed? So
2: reapply, uh, we update some documents. Uh, One of the questions that we often get is uh, how long is this approval good for? And my answer typically is as long as you don't have a change in job or go buy a car or do anything that can affect you credit-wise, it's as good as long as it needs to be. We will update things at the 90-day mark. The reason that we update things in the 90-day mark is because I have to close within 120 days of that original credit report. Um, we also want to confirm that uh, if, you know, if, if that your income hasn't changed, we're going to update pay stubs, bank statements, that sort of thing to, to make sure that if we do get under contract, that we've got documents that are going to get us through the transaction. Good answer. Keith Smith?
1: Um, just looking at what's pending, in the last seven days, I've been keeping a track on, you know, where are we at with homes that are going under, going under contract that are in high double, excuse me, double digits and high, um, excuse me, high double digits and triple digits. Uh, even though the median days on market is nine, you know, when you start plowing through this, we don't get to like the under thirty days on market until about halfway through the 109, somewhere around 50. So what that's telling me, because I had somebody ask me the question the other day, well, hold the time out. If pending's at 109 and coming on is at 70, you know, that math doesn't work, right? You know, how come how come there's so many pendings? And I said, well, because what's happening is when you're looking at triple digits or 80, 60, 90, you know, anything north of 30 days, they're starting now to come off the market. That means people are now looking at homes that have been sitting in a in a while and now they're ready to ready to buy them. So you're going to start seeing, I think over time, these high double digits and triple digit homes come off the market. So that's something I've been keeping a close eye on. Now when you say come
2: off the market, do you mean that they're 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 pulling the listings or do you think no, that no, no, they're no, actually no, getting I, under contract? I, I,
1: under contract. I'm sorry. I'm only thank you. I'm only looking at pending. So this is stuff homes that actually got a contract on got it. that Stephanie's and I- ISC are going to be WDIs on, right? You're eventually going to see some of these, obviously, or I've already seen some of these. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's interesting to start seeing these DOMs drop. Uh, and and then, then when we start getting to par where there's not that many coming on and we're kind of equaling the same amount going off, that's not going to be a good thing.
2: Agreed. Um, I do think, though, as, if we can, if, as we get towards a lower rate environment, I think we get to where we're, we're putting more stuff on. But the, the bottom line is, as that happens, we're also putting more buyers in the pool as well.
0: Um, Sally Young for both gentlemen. Um, you guys had talked months ago over the impact of price modifications, changes, reductions. Are they still happening um, like they were months ago? good question from sally
2: um i think that's probably what's getting some of these uh, uh 30 plus 100 day plus properties off the market is you know they're they're at as they get some sort of reduction um but again so i mean it's so it's so, it's so interesting so you get into a little more rural of an area or uh that's where I'm seeing uh, concessions for borrowers still. Um, that's where there, there's deals that are still made uh, to happen. Uh, if the the the. There's some dated kitchen type area, you know, homes with those types of features. Um, you're seeing some some stuff happen as far as reductions and and you know a little little kinder to the buyer, um, but then you get your you know in the right neighborhood with all the the right things, uh, they're they're not they're not lowering the price on that. They're having uh you know, you know, twenty offers. Uh, so it really just depends on the condition and location of the property are the, the main things and, and what I'm seeing anyways.
0: Keith Smith. Location, price, <laughs>
2: features. Have we admission? run that bell before? We've run that bell. And, and it's fun. we it's, fu- it's
1: fun that, because he doesn't quite get it in the right order. And, and I wrote a note here. I'm going to make a like a. I
0: need uh, a post a note. I'm gonna or make, an index <laughs> card.
1: Okay. index
0: like card. Like Mona's uh, adjective card. Oh
1: God! Yeah. Laminate forming me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. She, I still have that in my briefcase. Uh, see if I can get your get your uh, hair on your back up a little bit, oh. um, uh, which is fun to watch. I was. It is. It's a lot of fun. I have fun anyway. Um, had something come across my phone, which I did not read in great great detail forty year mortgage, I heard something about their easing the f h a or the government has done something with the with that does that ring a bell with you or? i have not seen yeah okay anything related. so let's get let's get the forty year mortgage conversation on and off the table pretty quick, good or bad for buyers i mean and does it help with the inventory
2: it's i think i'm going to say bad um you know like Seven-year car notes, yeah. um, bad. Uh, it it will make things more affordable, but it's going to make uh, they're never going to. It'll be going to be no equity accrued. No equity accrued. Um, it'll take
0: you know an eternity. An eternity. And for those that got the seven-year payments <coughs> for the cars, and this is coming on the feed here, at the time during the pandemic, they were issuing those seven-year loans for cars with five years of of uh, no interest. So that would be a different type of loan, as opposed to the seven-year, where you had seven years and we're accruing interest the entire seven-year period. But to Scott's point, a forty-year mortgage—good God, where's your your equity going to be?
1: A, a thousand percent, unless the play is to get in and refinance it within two years. Does the forty-year amortization get my payment down? And, and I'm just—what I'm, I'm doing this for the to sake affordability. of affordability. I'm doing this for the sake of a talk show. Yeah. I, be- I agree 40 years is not a good idea. Um, and I would strongly uh, have have folks talk to Scott and make sure they understand what they're getting themselves into before they do. But I'm just trying to make a play here that if I'm losing homes here, does 40-year mortgage help me or don't, right? So, in other words, can I go a little higher because it makes my interest rate? So,
2: basically, what we're saying is we already have too many buyers for the inventory we have, let's get more buyers for the inventory we don't have. Um, No, I don't think it fixes anything. No, I don't think it helps anyone. No, I don't think it's beneficial. Um, And I would honestly would be surprised to see if it comes into play, I would think it would probably come into play through a non-QM product before it would come into the uh, everybody world. That's
1: what what that article was about. It's non-QM stuff. But I feel the same way. And, and I hope you're right, and I think you will be right. I think that the inventory will loosen up a little bit when you hit your four or five, whatever your magic number is, at the end of the year. Um, it's just going to make the pool get deeper, though. The buyer pool get deeper. It, that's a give I
2: mean, if it comes in nine it's going to there'll be no, 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 grow. no, sir.
1: I'm going back to the four percent. Oh, it's, I feel the same way about four percent. I don't think it's going to move the needle. You think it's going to worsen it? From a, it's going to put more people in the pool. Unless they get frustrated, I right? Think,
2: I think that it creates more sellers. It creates more opportunity. Yeah, I, I
1: hope you're right. I really do. Um,
2: I, I, again, I've, I've said numerous times in the, the short I won't bu- term, I not my mustache on that, though. In the short term, Neil's I think it creates some pain. But as it's sustained, the longer that we see it stick, the more. But if we
1: all agree, I think we all agree at this table. More isn't more existing. I, more is more new.
0: Yeah, because existing is not incremental. Existing just exasperates the problem. Well, it's like it a, just a, trades the houses amongst homeowners. Yeah,
1: so, so why why are people moving money out of the stock market into land and dirt? They're not making any more dirt, right? So, so the existing is the existing stock. Unless we increase that existing stock, um, you know, it's just. I think the interest rates going down, and I'm and I'm happy for it because I want my buyers to have a cheaper interest rate. But I think it's going to put more buyers in the market. I re- it may move the needle just a little bit, existing, but because well, what's uh, inventory? Because what's going to happen is that person who's who's putting their house on the market now becomes a buyer, so now the buyer pool just gets bigger, right? It's just not a it's not an equal equal balance now unless they're moving to Florida or.
0: If they move out of the area, out of the area, yeah, then that's out. an incremental unit.
1: That's an incremental. That's unit. an
0: incremental unit. Um, Scott Morris, thoughts for uh, viewers and listeners as we wind down today.
2: Um, things are happening. Uh, call your trusted professionals, your advisors, your friends. Uh, see what that how that affects you. Um, if you want to do this, let's go get it done. There's plenty of opportunity to be had. Uh, you know, it, that's, that's, that's my message for the day. There's opportunity out there. Let's go get it.
1: So as my grandmother used to say, if you throw enough, you know what against the wall is going to stick sooner or later. Spaghetti? No. It starts with the nest, huh. though. <laughs> little shorter word. Starts with the nest.
2: Okay. Chickens,
1: about... chickens do a lot okay. of it. I,
2: thought, I you know, I, that's a, that's second, a refer- second
1: reference. To the Turner. second of chicken. That's for you, Jamie Turner. <laughs> that's a second reference of chicken. And we always got to refer a chicken. But if you throw enough, stay, if you're in the market to buy, stay in the game. This is this is when you need a trusted advisor. Everybody on the Real Talk with Keith Smith's partners tab got it. We've got one sitting to my right, to Jerry's left. That hey, he's
0: can, talking about Scott.
1: Talking about Scott. Yeah. That can get it done. Uh, and help you get it done, and, and more importantly, if you can't get it done, you'll tell them. That, that's more. That's sometimes better information from my perspective, so we'll be honest straight up. This is what we need to do. This is the path you need to take. Stay in the game because we know this much. Your appreciation is only going to go up. It's not the case when you rent. Does that make any sense,
0: guys? That was great. It
2: is absolutely on point. And, oh, by
1: the way, the reason why I think you're going to be right with the interest rate, 2020 recession, we went down 1.208. We went down 1.3 points. 201, we went just a little little over a half a point. But I feel like this recession is going to be closer to 1991's recession, which went down 2.2% on the 30-year fixed. I think once we get deeper into this recession – you're going to start seeing interest rates drop. It just historically
0: happens. Big, give a plug for the Home Buyer Seminar.
1: Yeah, thank you. So um, pretty much more of more what we normally do, but it's going to be a little bit structured, right? We're going to end up bringing Woody Fincham in. We're going to bring in a couple of, of real estate agents to talk about that from that perspective. Uh, we're going to bring in my daughter to talk about and she agreed to this to talk about her experience.
0: Did she in that text she just sent you? No, you
1: no, no, no. This is something her and I need to have a conversation okay. about. That um, It's a family matter. understood. Okay. <laughs> and since he's family, that's the reason I shared it. With okay, him. okay. So even though he doesn't want to admit it. The, uh, but, but that's what we're going to do, and we're going we're to kind of talk about...
2: I admit it. I claim Matthew sometimes. So that's how that's, that's that's much That's Keith's I brother.
1: Oh, is that my brother?
2: <laughs> that's Keith's brother.
1: <laughs> that's weird. You know, I spend... Like thousands of percent more time with you than I did with him.
0: Well, Matt, okay. Well, He's working. Yeah. He's, I was going to say that. You're also working. Oh. Uh, well, Yvonne, anyway, it's going to be a lot daughter of fun. says, am I in trouble? Sorry? She says, am I in trouble? Uh,
1: we have to have a conversation. Okay.
0: You have to have a conversation. Which How is dad's,
1: dad speak is... You may be in trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I hope you're not in trouble.
1: She's not in trouble. We have to, this is a this text is an opportunity to educate.
0: Okay. There we go. Judah Wickhauer, Keith Smith, the educator, Scott uh, Morris moves mountains with mortgages. I'm just Jerry Miller, the guy with the microphone here. This show oh, you're, is... You're
1: much more than that. This Stop show
0: it. is uh, a lot of fun for all of us. On Friday, it's Batman and Robin. Batman. Batman and Robin, yeah. yeah. and then and The then, last Friday of the month is Lloyd, Snook, and Michael Payne.
1: Yeah, so we're, we're going to, you know, the, the rest of kind of March, I, we filled in a lot of just you and I, which was a lot of fun. You know I need that fix. I enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, but the end of this month and the beginning of next month, we're going to be loaded with guests. So please tune in, particularly on Fridays. I'm stacking up a bunch of... Uh, folks that are either sitting in political seats at the moment or running for political seats on it plus we got some people coming from other parts of the state to talk about the real estate market so i'm really excited about the next 30 to 60 days
0: bravo the show archived real talk with that's the website real talk with click the partners tab for the trusted advisors on the supply chain we call real estate for scott morris Keith Smith, Judah Wickhauer, I'm Jerry Miller, and it's Real Talk with Keith Smith presented by Ross Mortgage. The I Love Siebel Show in 59 minutes. So long. Hold on, boys. Whew. No. What's okay. that? Wait, okay. hold on.